turn with me to Philippians, the second chapter. Anyone else? Raise your hand. Anyone else? God bless you. I think everyone has been served. Philippians, the second chapter. We should be out here by 4 o'clock. I don't plan to be long today. Don't plan to be long today. But I do believe there is a word from the Lord. Somebody asked me how long I've been preaching. And I had to get my calculator out and figure it out. I've been preaching 40 years. I've been preaching 40 years. This coming October will be 40 years. Been running for Jesus a long time. And I'm not tired yet. Philippians 2 and 8. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death. Even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. <laughs> which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven, things in earth and things under the earth. Verse 11, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is what? Is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Thank God for the reading and hearing of it. Where we want to talk from the subject this morning. He deserves the glory. He deserves the glory. I thank God for Black History Month. Thank God for the contributions of Martin Luther King and all of those patriots. And they made it better for us in so many different ways. Amen. But we haven't heard from any of them since they died. Well, None of them got up and declared that all power is in my hand. None of them are the mediator now between God and man. But they did a good work. But the one that deserved the glory is the one that gave his life that we might have a right to the tree of life. One of the things that I think the church misunderstands is that the scripture said that everything that have breath Praise the Lord. Everything that had breath was created by God. So whether you are saved or not, you need to acknowledge your creator. You need to acknowledge that God is the reason why you are here right now. We live in a time now that I don't know about you, but I've helped people and seem like when I help them, they turn on me. Anybody, anybody know anything about that? You help people and they act like they're so ungrateful. Say, I'm the one that, you, you don't remember what I did? It's almost like they just completely forget. And sometimes it seems that way about Jesus. See, like sometimes we just forget what he has done for us. How many have been sick and you know God healed you? How you going to forget that? How you going to forget that it was God that heal your body. Well, 
So when we talk about he deserved the glory, I told the saints this morning, the tabernacle, if he was a baseball player, All right. he would be the MVP. If he was a pitcher, he would be the Cy Young Award winner. Some of y'all don't know what I'm talking about. If he was a hitter, he would probably win the Triple Crown. Because nobody would hit more home runs. Nobody would have more RBIs. Because Jesus is a name above every name. Though you can talk about your daddy, my daddy, granddaddy, your daddy, granddaddy, anybody. There ain't nothing like the pay. There ain't nothing like there no name like Jesus. Jesus is what the only name given under the heavens whereby man should be saved. So if you're saved, you didn't call on nobody but Jesus. You didn't call on Muhammad. You didn't call on Buddha. You didn't call on your daddy. You called on the name of Jesus. In my clothing, there are seven little area I want to deal with, why would I say he deserved the glory? Well, first of all, because of who he is. For God so loved the world, he gave his what? Only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So when you're going through, you praise him because of who he is. When you don't feel like praising, you give him glory because of who he is. You can't treat your wife right just because she fixed the best meal. You got to treat her right all the time. Oh, my God. I, I thought I'd get an amen on that one. I thought somebody would, would get it. You can't, you can't just pick and choose when you're going to bless the Lord. You got to bless him at all times. Pray that shall continually be in your mouth. So the first thing we do, we must, because of who he is, he deserves the glory. When we talk about who he is, we can't compare with nobody else. There's nobody else that you can compare Jesus to. I don't care what you've been through. Nobody could bring you through like Jesus. Don't care who operated on you. Nobody can heal you like Jesus. So we, we, we praise him. We give him glory because of who he is. Then secondly, we give him glory because of his sacrifice. Yeah. 2 Corinthians 5 and 21, he became sin for us yeah. uh -huh. who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. So, so he deserved the glory because he paid the price for your sin and your sin and your sin and your sin and my sin. So there's no need to give me the glory. He deserves the glory. Number three, I got to hurry up here. Because of his benefits. Psalm 103, second verse. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And what? Forgetting that all his benefits, uh -huh. who redeemeth thy life, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercy. Who are we talking about? We're talking about Jesus. Jesus. He, deserves he deserves the glory. Romans 2 and 4 he deserved the glory 
because of his goodness, because of his forbearance, because of his long-suffering. How many of you know God been good to you? Even when you were in your sin, when we were in our sin, he called it to rain on the just as well as the unjust. Some of y'all got home from parties that don't know how you got home, but it was just the goodness of the Lord. Some people were struck out on drugs, and some of the people you hung with, they're already dead. But God reached way down and picked you up. And here you are in the house of the Lord because God has been good. So we're talking about he's been good. We're talking about forbearance. What he could have punished us, he forbear and didn't do it. Anybody know that there are some situations God could expose you and you wouldn't be nothing right now? Some little thing that you did, you think nobody knew. God knew everything. Some of y'all might have robbed the bank. He knew it was you. I don't care if you had on a mask. He knew it was you to rob the bank. I don't care if you had on all black. He knew it was you. But just because you didn't call, don't, don't mean that God don't know. He knows everything. But you don't need to testify that in the church because that's not appropriate. But he forbear. He, what, we, what he could have done, the punishment that he could have given us, he withheld it from us. Then we go to long-suffering. Second Peter 3 and 9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, some men count slackness, but what is long suffering to us with why preacher? Not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Look at somebody and say the reason why you're here because God was long suffering. He suffered along with the stuff that you were doing. He knew what you were doing, but he suffered along with you. Why? He was not his will for you to go to hell. Y'all think about that now. He died for you, paid the price for you, and then he showed grace. He showed mercy. He showed forbearance, and he showed long-suffering. Somebody said, what more can he do? He laid the foundation, showed us the way. What more can he do? I know you were born, and your daddy was a preacher. Mother was a missionary, chair lady. And your granddaddy was the bishop, I know. But guess, can, I, can I remind you all of something? I got to close. Everybody here was born in sin. Shaped in iniquity. I might not have done what you did, but I was on my way to hell. That's a shame what they did. You were on your way to hell too. Can I explain something about hell? Hell has no compartments. It's not divided by the hypocrite or the sinner or the liar or the pimp. Or the whole manga, hell is just hell. Are y'all, y'all hearing me? So, yeah, you might not have done that, but you were on your way to hell. That's why I have a problem flying first class. I got a ticket the other day to Memphis, and I looked at the main cabin, and then I looked at first class. I said, now, why would I pay $300 more to sit in the front of a plane that's going the same direction as everybody else is on the plane. But it's, it's, it's prestigious. It's prestigious to get to be on the plane, as far as I'm concerned. Well, do, do y'all see what I'm saying? I'm going to sit in first class 
And the seat right after first class, number 10, number 11, is $300 less. That's right. See, some of y'all don't fly, so y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Sometimes I do fly first class, but sometimes it bothers me that the airline think I want to be up there that bad that I'm going to give you another $400. And guess what? The plane land, land the same time. First class land, the same time coach. Same time main cabin. But anyway, that's another message. But God long suffering toward us and not willing that any should perish. And, and sometimes, can, can I help somebody? Sometimes you need to get excited of what he brought you from. Sometimes you need to get excited of what you knew you used to do and you could have been dead and gone. But here you are in the house of the Lord. Somebody need to get excited that out of all the folk that you've been around, he chose you to save. He chose you to sanctify. He chose you to fill with the Holy Ghost. You had cancer. Somebody had cancer. They died, but here you are. You had a disease. Somebody else had it, but here you are. Somebody need to get excited about what God did for you. Are y'all hearing me? Somebody need to get excited of what he did for you. Mike, you need to take it personal. You take everything else personal when somebody talk about you. Take it personal when God bless you. Take it personal when God deliver you. Take it personal when God heal you. Take it personal when God bring you out. Praise the Lord up there. He deserves the glory. Don't care what you're going through. Look at somebody and say, I don't care what you're going through. He deserves the glory. Don't care what you've been through. It was the Lord that brought you out. He deserves the glory. Don't care what it looks like right now. He deserves the glory. Y'all sit down. I got to stop here. Stop, stop all that. Y'all trying to make me sweat. Look at somebody. Say, I know he deserves the glory. You don't know like I know what the Lord for me you can't tell it let me tell it all right I, I, I got three more to go then we're gonna let you shout okay y'all y'all give me just a few minutes he deserved the glory because you can't make it without him Acts 17 and 28 in him what we live we move and we have our being. Why wouldn't he get the glory since we can't make it without him? You can't do nothing. nothing. I know you're smart, but you can't do nothing without him. Nothing. I know you're the supervisor, you're the manager or the CEO or whatever, but without God, guess what, y'all? You really can't do nothing. That's number five. Number six, oh, I love this one. We always win. Second Corinthians 2 and 14. Thanks be unto God that what always causes us to try to tell. Push somebody and tell them, say, what's wrong with you? Don't you know we always win? What's wrong with you? Why are you going to give up when we always win? Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but haven't you heard the Lord deliver them out of them all? When the enemy comes in like a flood, haven't you heard? The spirit of the Lord lifts up and stands against them. We all Always wins. 
I feel like cutting a step myself. You may have your seat for just a moment. But I'm excited. All right, number six. I got through five of it. I got, I got two more to go, then I'm going to let you shout. Has anybody ever seen a wrestling match? Sometimes you have two people, and one of them is real small, but the other one is real big. Come here, Elder Johnson. I'm small. <laughs> and he real big. Now, I want y'all to understand something. We always win, regardless how small we are, because our tag team partner is big. <laughs> So tell, tell somebody, say, if the Lord is on your side, he's more than the whole world against you. Just make sure the Lord is on your side. And when it seems like you can't make it, that struggle and press your way to your tag team partner. And once you reach Jesus, everything will be all right. I say, if I could just get to Jesus, if I could just press my way to Jesus, if I can just get to Jesus, everything. I, I got the clothes. We got to have communion. But I have one more point I want to bring out. He's coming. Yeah. Back again. Y'all remember when they were standing there gazing? He said, Why y'all gazing like this? In the same manner that he went up. He's coming back again. So if you know he's coming back again, how come he don't deserve the praise? If he know he's coming back again, you got to live every day like it's your last day. If you know he's coming back again, you got to praise him while you're here. 
somebody say yes and the reason why I struggle sometimes with people thinking they're going to make it to heaven and they don't have enough power to get up in the Holy Ghost and moving in the building but you're going to get up when the first trumpet sound. If you can't get up now, you ain't gonna get up then. But the Holy Ghost, it ought to make you move sometimes. The Holy Ghost, it ought to make you shout sometimes. The Holy Ghost, it ought to make you holler every now and then. The Holy Ghost, it'll give you power walk upright, power to love your enemy, power, somebody say power, if I know he's coming back again, you know what I'm going to do, I'm going to bless the Lord at all times, his praising shall continually be in my mouth and one of these days when I'm out of here and when Jesus bust the cloud and come back I want to be caught up to meet him in there he's coming back for the saints not the bishop not the preacher not the deacon but he's coming back to somebody the Holy Somebody say holy. I got to be holy. I got to be righteous. He's coming back again. He deserves the praise. He's coming back again. He deserves the glory. He's coming back again. Help me magnify. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Come on and pray, everybody standing.